Hello and welcome. Legally Brief presents the Child Athlete Abuse Podcast. I'm your host, Judy Saunders. I'm a lawyer, mother, and survivor. I work with competitive youth athletes, survivors of abuse, and their families who are dealing with abusive authority figures. This podcast is for anyone who is fed up, dealing with fear, and searching for answers. I really hope that you enjoy the contents of each episode, but remember, it is never a substitute for speaking directly with an attorney who knows and understands your unique circumstances. If you're looking for past episodes, head on over to my website, jsaunderslawfirm.com. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for the newsletter. And one more thing, don't forget to rate and review the show and leave a comment. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into the show. If you spend five to 10 minutes on YouTube, looking at inspirational videos on career, authenticity, reinventing yourself, most speakers or personal development guides begin with one simple notion, be authentic or stated another way, be yourself. Today, athletes, mothers, other individuals that are searching for development, personal development, reinventing a career. Maybe you are a student athlete who is now retired from a long career. You could have started at six or seven. You've put in hundreds of hours. And so now you're looking to reinvent yourself and you don't know which way to turn. Everyone is saying, follow your passion, do what comes natural. And if you're anything like me, hearing that phrase is frustrating because for so long, you have become an expert at not being yourself, not being authentic, following the rules and checking the boxes. You have become very disciplined and very good at fighting through, shaking it off, toughening up so much to the fact that maybe you have even disassociated from your real or true authentic self. And now you've come to find out that in order to reinvent yourself, pursue your career, find your authentic self, and another one that I particularly like, in order to achieve success, find your voice, you're in a complete quandary spinning around because you have achieved success in your athletic career or in other pursuits in pursuing the dreams that other people had for you, be it your parents, your teachers, your friends, your coaches, but now you want to be authentic and you want to find out what it is exactly that you're going to give a value to the earth, to everyone, to clients, and how do you find that? Because you've become damn good at not being yourself. You've been a student. Maybe you as a parent, you've been a great mother, a manager of someone's career. And that child's career is now over if your child was a student athlete. Or maybe just in general, you're looking to reinvent yourself. So I'm speaking to anyone that finds their self in that position that is trying to use what any 
career coach or professional development coach will say, just sit down and decide what it is that you like, what it is that you're natural at, what are you good at, what are your passions? And you're sitting there with pen and paper or in front of a computer screen and you can't name one thing. It would be easy to just regurgitate your past successes. And you know, though, in at some level that those past successes were as a result of you chasing and you becoming really good at grinding it out. I know personally, that's the type of person that I was really good at achieving the goals that others had set for me and doing that in spite of natural inclination, in spite of feelings that maybe you should stop, maybe you should, that horrible four-letter word, quit, not wanting to quit. You shove down any feelings that you had that were in opposition to this and you went for what someone had defined as success. I remember that there was one time I was working on a project and it was torture. I felt as if I had been up for 48 hours straight working on this, tired, just pumping caffeine into my body. There were so many times throughout this work I knew Every fiber, every cell in my being, looking back now, said, Judy, stop this. You don't want to do this. But I didn't want to feel as if I had quit. I didn't want to feel as if I had made a promise. That then led to other projects that I had to continue doing because I felt that I couldn't turn back. But now you've reached that place where either because of a career change, your athletic career is over, or if you're just you're in another profession and you're trying to find your authentic voice, how do you achieve that? How do you look for that essential, that answer to that question? It can seem somewhat elusive when you hear, be authentic, find your passion. What is your purpose? And where does that purpose live? I have come up with a starting point. For anyone, if you're starting over, if you're retiring from an athletic career, if you're a student athlete, some ways that you could uncover and try to better put your finger on a starting point for finding or locating the next purpose in your life that will be driven by you and not driven by anyone else. First, divorce, discard any notion of I don't have time. I have to hurry up and figure this out. The clock is ticking. First, make peace with time. Parents, school, culture, they all announce to you that you don't have time. You're running out. Make a decision. You may have heard such phrases as grow up, stop acting like a child. In turn, you check boxes. You got the awards. You obtained the medals. You got the scores, the degree. Maybe if you're listening, you are engaged, you got married, you had the children. And now, without even thinking about those milestones or what they meant to you, you moved on quickly to the next milestone without thinking, feeling, or ever asking, why? What is this? What am I doing? 
without sitting in that milestone and considering, is it aligned with how you feel and what you want? So now in this next opportunity that you have to allow yourself, your true self to shine through, start with making peace with time. Every time you feel the stress and the pressure to act quickly, to decide, to do something. You're being lazy by not acting, by not having figured this out. Get rid of that idea that you don't have time. I want you to tell yourself you are making peace with time. Secondly, finding this passion, finding your voice, this is not a destination. It's not something that you have to hurry up and get get to right away. You'll find that many of your decisions, they may not bubble up or come up from a place that feels comfortable. It may not even feel natural or easy for you. You could struggle. You could feel as if you're in a dark mood some days. You could, and those could be signs that you're on the right path. So finding your voice, and first, I shouldn't even say finding your voice. Let's get really elemental. Let's get below this whole concept of finding your passion. Finding, locating, first begins with even knowing what your voice sounds like. And that's what you are going to be spending time on, just hearing it. Here's an exercise you can do. Someone asks you, what do you want for dinner? Don't say, well, what do you want? Or I don't care. Sit with that very basic question. And then what comes to mind? That's what you say. Someone asks your opinion on the smallest things. That's your voice. Don't deflect. Don't defer. And if you start practicing with the small questions, giving your opinions, real opinions, and not opinions that are popular or that you think are there to please the other person or go along with the group, maybe the answer is, I'm not eating tonight. But once you practice hearing your voice, you'll become better acquainted with it. And that's what's necessary to find that passion or your authentic self. The third thing that I want to recommend to career changers, retiring student athletes is to play. Just that. Schedule time to play. Researchers on in the field of play, and yes, they do exist. Researchers that have looked at the impact of play on the body and mind say that it is essential to our growth and to our happiness to just play. You knew as a child There was nothing more freeing. I remember when I would sit in the park with my sons and see them just play. (laughs) Unfortunately, I can also remember with my son having my cell phone and many times being frustrated, like how much longer at the park? I have so many things to do. I have this due at work or I need to get home or I need to grocery shop. And I remember struggling with that and infringing on their playtime, turning my pressures into their pressures. And wouldn't it be fun if we can return back to just that play? Because in that play, that gives you an opportunity to understand what it is that's natural to you, what it is that brings you real joy. And below that real joy and all around that joy is your purpose and your next move in this new part of your life. So just play and it's going to be hard. So when I say play, maybe that looks like just looking out at the sky. The one thing that 
brought me extreme joy was staring out of the window. I still remember the home that I grew up in. It had a window in my bedroom and it looked out into my father's expansive garden and I could sit there for hours. And I remember hearing in the background, what are you doing up there? You know, come on, there's things to do. But I was just imagining the world and envisioning and just having the best time. So I want you to play. Schedule that time. Start with five minutes, 10 minutes. Just do that without thinking about what's coming next and the stress and pressures of in life. Play will unearth the authentic you. The tidy up or what is what she call her organizational expert Marie Kondo. And I encourage you to read her books. She has a Netflix has an original series that features her. She is a expert of Japanese origin on tidying up. And after reading and looking at her work, this is what I pulled from that. She has a phrase that you have to be in communion, not only with yourself, but with things that spark joy. And so this is what she does. Individuals, clients will call her into their home or to their businesses because they're, it's become cluttered. They can't function properly. And you, what you think you're observing is just an organizational expert that's going to come in, get you to do the three piles, you know, the keep, give away, or, you know, throw out, donate. And you're settling in and you think that you're going to now watch these individuals who are in, living in an absolute mess and she'll come in and clean it up and there'll be a little bit of shame and mocking. Oh no, it was something totally different. Marie Kondo strikes at the heart of finding and only keeping in your life those objects that spark joy. So I'm watching this and I watched one episode in the second episode and I said, wait a minute, this is very, very profound and sneaky what she's doing. You think that she's cleaning a home or organizing a drawer or a pantry. That's not what is happening. By continuing to ask the question at every point of the day or interactions, asking that simple question, does this spark joy? I found that adding that practice to my daily meditation had a huge impact on leading me down a different path and giving me the ability to say no and to move away from things that were just clutter, clutter in the life, clutter in your, and will be clutter in your search for finding your voice or your authenticity by asking that simple question, does this spark joy? Now, in the case of Marie Kondo and her clients, she's applying that to objects. If someone is trying to organize their kitchen or their home or get rid, and some of these individuals, some of these clients of hers, they had rooms that were filled to the ceiling with objects that they no longer use but couldn't part with. But isn't that just a metaphor for what we have in life when we can't find our voice, when we don't know the next step to make? If you're trying to understand, now that I've finished this project, now that I've finished pursuing this athletic goal, what do I do? By starting with that basic question, does this spark joy? 
if you're considering a new proposal or a project, or if someone's telling you now to join their team or to become a spokesperson or to work with them on as an influencer because you've had some type of success in your athletic career or in your professional career, ask that question. Even start very basic with having the conversation with them. After you have the conversation, does this conversation, is it sparking joy? Does the thought of that project spark joy? So applying what Marie Kondo does in her work with clients and organization, I have found, and I would, I'm proposing to you to ask that simple question when you're thinking about your next venture. Does this spark joy? You can integrate this habit of asking that question. Start by, I'll I'll give you one pro tip that I do when I am trying to form a new habit. I put a calendar reminder and put it on repeat for every day or every week, depending on how frequently I want to use the habit. And I put it on as a calendar reminder to alert me for the next three to four months until it becomes a part of my day. So that's something that I do to start a new habit. So I actually put that on my calendar to ask myself, is this sparking joy? And I've been using that. It could be when I'm vetting a new client, a new project, writing a report. It could be something that when I'm grocery shopping, if I'm looking at a new product or thinking about making a new purchase as a consumer, I'm asking that question, does this spark joy? And if it doesn't, I put it back and I keep going. That really declutters the mind, gives you bandwidth. And here's the wonderful thing about that. As you're answering that question, guess who's answering? Your true voice, your real voice is answering. And that is the voice that, and I am not, but that is the voice that career coaches and personal development professionals are telling you that you need to find and to pursue your purpose. Again, and I should have said that disclaimer earlier, I am not a career coach. I'm not a professional coach. But what I have seen in my work as a legal counselor is that many times I've encountered student athletes who have dedicated so much of their life, and that includes their parents and their families. And now they are thinking about new opportunities, new ventures, but are stuck because for so long they have been singularly pursuing one path. And sometimes when you do that, you may come out of alignment with yourself. You may not no longer be in touch with things that are more important to you. And so you're looking for that. So again, that's where I've seen it come into my practice. And that's what sparked joy in recording this and bringing this pattern that I'm seeing to you. Finally, the other recommendation that I can make when you're asking what it is, what should I do next? How do I do this next venture with authenticity is by being a scientist of sorts, a layperson scientist, turn yourself into an experiment, become curious. I've done this. I have a cousin, my closest cousins, we talk almost every day, and she is a physician, a very accomplished physician. And I noticed from talking to her and just observing her, sometimes the way that she interacts and looks at her children, questions that you pose, she sits back and she has a very comfortable way about her when she's talking. And I noticed that she's observing. 
She's looking at issues and conversations from different sides before she jumps in. And when I saw that and I saw how she does that, she does it with such great brilliance. Then when she's then speaking, giving her opinions, they're so thoughtful. So I'm giving that to you as an option when you're looking for this, your true self. Make yourself an experiment. Become a scientist. Become curious about your decisions. Become curious about your thoughts and the way you interact with others. Just as a scientist would observe something in a a cell, a molecule, just as a scientist would observe that under a microscope, observe yourself. But here's the key. Make that observation without judgment. Just observe it to see what's happening and what's going on and why you have that feeling or why you have that thought. Make yourself an experiment. And when you do that, you'll then start to uncover and distill is, am I responding out of a past cycle or patterns or way I think I should? Or am I responding out of a place that feels natural and good and truthful? Guys, it is always good talking through these things and sharing with you. If you are a student athlete who has the honor of finishing up a career and a commitment, if you are a parent who is wondering what to do next. If you are a professional, I say the disclaimer again, I feel impressed to share some of the things that have worked for me when I got frustrated with, be it if I had a career coach or I was working with someone in professional development and it was Judy, just go out there and, you know, find your purpose and be true to yourself. And again, from being very focused and a, I have to call myself a box checker. I said, well, I've checked all my boxes, so I don't know what to do next. I don't know what is authentic. It was making peace with time, getting rid of that notion that I don't have time, that I have to hurry up that I have to make a decision now, that I have to stop acting like a child or stop being indecisive, throwing away that notion. It was turning to good old-fashioned play with no restrictions, finding what really felt good and made me happy, realizing that this whole concept of having a passion, pursuing your passion, it's not a destination, but it really is a journey and your passions will change. Your passions may be interactions with an individual for one project or one time or one season and it may change. It could come as as a result of where you're living or the circumstances, that may be your passion. So it's not a destination. It's as Marie Kondo, barring that whole philosophy of what is sparking joy, turning that into a habit and always asking yourself that question. And then becoming your own experiment, you as the scientist, observing yourself without judgment. And that, I believe, will help you start this first step of finding what and how you can be authentic, moving yourself back into alignment with what you were And hopefully you'll meet yourself again, reintroduce yourself, and you will find what you're looking for in this next part of your life. So if you are a recent grad, an athlete that's retiring, or someone else at a juncture of change, I hope that this episode was helpful to you. 
I had fun coming up with some of the ways that have been helpful to me to find that authenticity. As always, thank you for listening. And until the next episode, be well. All information and content in this podcast is provided for entertainment purposes only. Nothing in this podcast shall constitute legal advice and shall not create an attorney-client relationship. This information is general and may not be applicable to your particular circumstances. You should review your particular circumstances with an attorney. All liability with respect to actions taken or not taken based on the contents of this podcast is hereby expressly disclaimed.